Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James the Fat Man Stevens, hello. Rob the Old Guy. You're listening to the Rob Charney Show. Yes, hello. You're. And as always, the old guy's having issue with technology, and allegedly hey. we're going to have a special guest. Well, we'll see what happens if he can um, actually. Is he use... special anymore? He's special. <laughs> All right, so he's not a guest, but he's special. Exactly. All right. And I want to do this story first, since I if, I think the old guy got to party with him in Vegas. It was all very hush-hush and quiet. Oh, no, oh, no. Uh, Fleetwood Mac keyboardist Brett Tuggle dies at age 70. Brett wasn't there at the party. Ah. <laughs> Whoops. Did I just say, <laughs> say that? Yes. He wasn't invited. <laughs> he, he, was, he was probably uh, so spun he couldn't open the door. Uh, Rick, uh, God bless his beautiful spirit, according to Rick Springfield. Brett, a keyboardist who played for Fleetwood Mac and Rick Springfield, has died at 70. Tuggle's son, Matt, confirmed on news to Rolling Stones, attribute his death to complications relating to cancer. Oh, that sucks. Mm. Yeah. On, on Monday, Springfield paid tribute to the musician, who was also a fanning member of the David Lee Roth band. Our sweet Brett Tuggle made it home tonight, uh, Springfield wrote. So that kind of sucks. Um yeah, it does. But so that's the funny. Um, and this that's is from people.com. So they always have links to other parts of their uh, other stories. It says Lindsey Buckingham says he'd reconcile with Stevie Nicks for a Fleetwood Mac reunion. You have to forgive. Lindsey said that, huh? If, if anybody actually, if, if you ever want to follow a band that's like the, uh, as the world turns, look up Fleetwood Mac's story. Um, it's, it's a soap opera in a band form. Oh, it really is. It, it really is a soap opera. Those poor guys. <laughs> but they make uh, really anyway. good music together. Well, they had, you know, they had their hits. They had some good stuff and not some not so good stuff as every, as every band does. And, uh. It's amazing they're still upright and running. So. But this was back in the day when everybody, everybody was doing cocaine and blow and there was no uh, cell phone cameras. This is when bands were really bands. Yeah. When he actually had to use an actual lighter to, you know, a zippo. And, and if, if you've listened to Stevie Nicks, you actually had to hit the key and, and not use auto-tune like some of the modern people. Well, you know, there's some truth to that. <laughs> yeah. That woman can sing. Yeah, I mean, don't get me started on the auto-tune. It's a disaster for all music, as far as I'm concerned. And NFL legend Tony the Goose Siragusa passed away at 55. Uh, That's awfully young. Did it? Did the article say what? why, what he died of? So this is from TMZ. It says, cause of death of the former defense lineman has not been revealed. Siragusa is six foot three, 340 Ooh. defensive tackle, initially broken NFL where the Indianapolis Colts, uh, underdrafted free agent 90s, became full-time starter for the 92 season. 97, he was signed for the Ravens. It doesn't say anything else. Um, so no, it doesn't so say... nothing specific. You know, yeah. uh, he was unfortunately, a... so many of the football players have had issues with, with concussions and multiple concussions and that kind of thing. And I'm just wondering if, unfortunately, we lost another one because that we may eventually find out. He was a bigger guy, too. I mean, I even think... Um, uh, uh, two thousand something. He did a like HGTV show. He was still a bigger guy, so it may have been complications of the fact you know he was an older gentleman carrying around a lot of weight. I I hope 
I hope it wasn't related to the NFL, but so many NFL, especially older NFL guys, have issues. I'd be curious yeah. to see if Joe Montana had any lasting brain injuries or if he got out yeah. just in time. Well, I don't know. I just uh, I worry about that for all these guys. <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, they do take a lot of hard hits from big they, guys. They do. I mean, it's a full contact sport, man. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Some of the hits are just, you look, you know, and, and I love football. I watch it, and, you know, you just look at some of the hits these people take, and you go, how the heck did you get up from that? I mean, it's just unreal. And this this was in, like, the 90s, you know, when before they started banding certain type of tackles, and they had... You know, the helmets and padding were, weren't as good. So, you know, I mean, it, it's not like when football started, but they're still hitting really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the tide of shortages coming out, apparently tampons are in short supply in the global supply chain. Once again, to blame, causing shortage of, for consumers, stores and manufacturers knowledge shortage of product this week, confirming complaints that have been circulating in social media. It seems to be the curse of modern times that we're having massive shortums, shortage, short of items. <laughs> short, we're having my lack, por- of, uh, lack of numbers. How's that? My, my porky pig impression. Um, <laughs> as, but I didn't know Tide made tampons. <laughs> I was thinking more. Uh, I'm not going to explain that. Um so this is according to Instacart. This is from CNN Business. Apparently, the Instacart app, which is a, uh, it's a service where you go, to, you you can pick items from your local grocery store, and they'll deliver it to you. I think I know somebody who actually uses it, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting that they can actually track shortages of things. I'm kind of curious on that one. Uh, Procter and Gamble, which owns Tampax, always brands, yada da, producing to meet, uh, continued producing to meet increased demands. I'm fascinated by this because there's still a ton of products on shelves that are short. Like if you if you go to like local grocery store, or your local big box store, there's a ton of products still missing on shelves. Well, you know, I noticed that uh, we went to one of the big, you know, all right, I'll say it, Costco's, and uh, <gasps> even even they were showing shortages again when we were in there. You know, I, that caught my attention. I'm going, okay, here we go again. It looks like we're starting to the run in the shortage we we were trying to buy paper towels and some other paper products and they were short of them as well i i, I don't understand why there's a shortage of hygiene products i mean you, you'd think they'd focus that uh, hygiene and food and not focus on things like i don't know <laughs> yeah well, the one that i read is that the tampax company is running their employees 24 hours a day trying to catch up and i'm just like why is i mean are we well you know it's we're still People still, yeah, I mean, it seems it seems like a lot of uh, businesses are still having trouble in attracting enough uh, people into the workforce, and it's uh, it's affecting everything. Yeah, or, or is this make- like, or is this like the height of the the pandemic, where somebody somewhere has like you know forty two years of toilet paper and forty two years supply of uh, feminine products? There's well, a there massive hoarding. Some of that as well. Yeah, it could be some of that. I don't. Yeah. I don't we, we we humans are odd creatures. I still, I, I remember the height of the pandemic when you had to stand 10 feet from the person in front of you and you'd see the person walk out of a, a, a company affiliated with a, the Big Blue Spark and this, you know, people would have like giant couple of carts with toilet paper and paper towels. It's like, it's ridiculous. Right, right. 
Well. So speaking of the global crises, <laughs> so <clears throat> have you been keeping an eye on the Sunspot AR three hundred three eight? So the the uh, oh yeah, the all the time. of yeah, <laughs> the possibility of uh, having a uh, serious amount of sunspot activity. I don't know. It's an ejection of electromagnetic pulses, right, heading towards yeah, Earth. Oh, Earth. Me, coronal mass ejection. There you go. That's it. Worried about. Mm-hmm. So, but this one is an M-class solar flare that they're keeping an eye on. And they are saying that this one is going to be able to generate beta gamma magnetic field that when it when it bursts, but it's not as bad as an S- X-class. So um, they're saying that it doubled in size in 24 hours. And the amount that they were watching it, and this one actually is pointed at the Earth. Right. Now, the thing that they won't know <clears throat> is, so the magnetic field around the Earth, if it hits and the polarity is just right, then we're going to absorb all of these magnetic fields. But the hope is that when it when it shoots off that it's going to not match up and then we push all that magnetic field away. Okay. So absorb it. That's when we're going to have to worry about all of our electronics. Hmm. But if we, if the polarity is opposite, then we'll be okay. And when is this, this, is is there a date? This is expected to hit. They don't know when it's actually going to go. Yeah. Uh, But on top of this is that the, Solar Dynamics Observatory, NASA's, the one that's in Stanford that has been keeping an eye on the sun since 2010. Yeah. Guess what? What? It's down because of power outage and server maintenance. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) As of, uh, let me see, the today, the 23rd, it's still down with this thing that just doubled in size. But in the last 24 hours, they've only kept an eye on a couple sea flares. And yeah, so they're saying that they're not expecting anything in the next 48 hours with it being down, but you know, it's doubled the size 24 hours (laughs) of our, of NASA's observatory being down. Wow. (laughs) Mm, Great. kind of like a you know it's like just a funny joke here we go <laughs> we got to keep an eye on this thing if we could keep an eye on it yeah exactly right? <laughs> so yeah Jeez. that's a fun one to keep in mind uh, you know <sighs> what's going on yeah figures doesn't it so family yeah family engraves dad's headstone with an explicit catchphrase and people are offended mm. that's right ladies and gentlemen people are offended by the dead and they didn't even do the old Adams Family thing and waking them first. So Steve, o- uh, Steve, Stevie Owens loved uh, coaching sports, spending time by the lake, and drinking stiff whiskey. He was also a sarcastic wisecracker with a with a go to or tort of, "Go fuck yourself." It was a term within wisecracker. Wisecracker. That's what it says. Okay, you said wisecracker, and I'm like, <laughs> what, what a wisecracker. Maybe he 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 was around with a whip chasing her. Is that you know like the rule of thumb? He was he was a part time. 
He was a, he was a part time uh, uh, chiropractor and dungeon master. Um, so this is what they put on his uh, his tombstone: "Forever in our hearts, until we meet again." Cherished memories known as our son, brother, father, papa, uncle, friend, and cousin. So what's offensive? The the first letter of everyone was F-U-C-K. Forever until cherished known. So? They, they don't like having fuck on a tombstone. The family felt on the, the, <laughs> the family felt it honored their father while showing respect for visitors of the Warren Power Cemetery in Campsville Township, a rural community in uh, Polk County, Iowa. I have visited the grave many times since he passed away and don't know why the, what the headstone says next to Dad's. I just thought this was hilarious because I've never been offended by by a tombstone. Some of them are funny. Like there's a famous one. I think it's in Tombstone, Arizona that says, uh, here lies Lester Moore, four shots with a 44, no less, no more. I mean, if you're going to have a tombstone that's hilarious, at least, you know, that's kind of funny. Make a fee, right? This is your last opportunity to make people laugh. Exactly. And, and I'm also not... By a the way, by the way, on, on the other point of this too is that it's not cheap. A headstone is no. not cheap. And the thing was huge, by the way. Expensive. So if you, yeah. So I mean, think about it that way. If you're kind of, you're going to spend that kind of money, the heck with everybody else. But yeah, just shut up, people. So here's yeah. here's all. There's uh, another one from my uh, my COVID conspiracist friends. Antibiotic resistant typhoid from Asia is spreading worldwide. More than 100,000 people die each year from typhoid fever. Scientists have voiced concerns over the resistant bugs for years. So the next pandemic. Typhoid or monkeypox? Your choice. Um, Treatment-resistant typhoid, originally mostly from South Asia, has springboarded across borders almost 200 times the past three decades, according to a new research that underscores the increasing global threat of infections that can invade antibiotics. Any reason I'm reading this is if you're freaked out by monkeypox, I wanted to add something to the pile. Between 2014 and 2019, (laughs) scientists sequenced genomes from 3,489 cases of S. typhoid Typhi, the bacteria that causes typhoid fever, kills over 100,000 people annually. So, what are you guys worried about, monkeypox or typhoid? So, uh, it, you know, I, neither of those bother me as much as the latest uh, from the UK, in which they they're having an uptick in polio. Oh, yeah. But is this and, is this the old school polio where it would paralyze people, or is this? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, this is polio, polio, and, and it's surprised. You know how they found it is uh, they do samplings from their sewer systems, and they're finding the the polio in the sewer systems, which means it's spreading throughout the UK. And, you know, I, I, I can't be honest with you. I'm not a doctor, and I don't know how long immunity lasts for, for polio, but that's a scary one. Hmm. Yeah. And if, if anybody who's not familiar with it, which you'd pretty much have to be Rob's age to, to really have gone through it or even be through the scare, the scariest thing about polio is you can get over, you can get over it. And like 20 years later, you'll be paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Um, can, look up it's... the iron lung. There's, I think there's one, one or two gentlemen. I think there's a gentleman and a lady who's still inside of it because of the effects of polio, which I think that's the worst case. Um, it's yeah, respirators have taken over for the iron lung for the most part. There are some people that cannot handle it 
So unfortunately, it's yeah, it's sad. Anyway, are they still? Because I actually don't remember. Uh, um, if if my if my kid got a polio vaccine, do you remember, James? If if your kid did, I think so. I think he had to have one to start public school. Because if if I remember correctly, the story I read about that also talked about uh, one of the stories I read that the people in England like it bypassed the the paralytic part of it, so you could get polio, but it wouldn't paralyze you. But there's still a chance you're going to die from the lethalness of it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not happy to hear about that. Let's just put it this way: it was a it was a terrible time to go through, and uh, it's devastating. Uh, we we have some family people that we know that uh, suffered greatly from it. So. If if yeah. if, it, if any of you uh, out there who really want to see how severe this was, look up a bunch of old time radio anywhere between the '40s and '50s, and depending what you listen to, you'll see spot advertisements for people to donate blood to help make the vaccine. Um, so if if it was advertising on which was the biggest media of the time, which was radio, it was a, a pretty big threat. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that part of history, but yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't, I didn't have to, uh, thankfully I didn't have to go through all that. So yeah. I, I got a, a quasi political story, but it's one that I, I, I think is interesting Uh-oh. and one I agree with. Um, and I don't believe I'm saying this. Um, so this is something from the Biden administration. I agree. And they're basically limiting the use of personnel landmines in warfare. Um, That's not appropriate. Uh, if 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 you, um, so I was wondering what you you guys thought. Um, oh, I I agree. I think one of the terrible side effects of war, especially when landmines have been planted, and when you have two hundred thousand landmines someplace that you know the war ends, but those mines are still there. Yeah, they wound and maim and kill an awful lot of people way after the fact. It, they're not nice. They shouldn't be allowed. But that's war. The new. Yeah, I mean, uh, how many times have you found that? I mean, there's still there was a somebody recently that found a sea mine from the Civil War. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I mean, those mines they stay out. Yeah, yeah, they hang around for a while. Yeah, That's a good they, example of a couple hundred years. Keep a map of where those mines are. And unfortunately about the sea mines is sometimes those things actually end up moving and then they're gone. But, you know, yeah. like, oh, I think there was one here. Maybe it blew up. Well, yeah. you know, so sometimes the, you find out the hard way, you know, and they hit a ship and it goes down. So. The new policy prohibits the use of landmines outside the Korean Peninsula and bans the, the development, production, and acquisition of weapons. The new policy uh, moves the United States closer to being compliant with the Ottawa Convention, also known as the Mine Ban Treaty. More than 160 countries have signed on to the treaty, but the United States, along with China, India, Pakistan, and Russia, has not. Um, I'm actually for this. There's, um, ah, yikes, I don't remember the country. But there's a country, there's landmines over the, over the place. Like you have to be very careful where you walk or you'll blow yourself up. And there's a number of these countries in Asia, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so probably Korea. Mm-hmm. Korea, yeah, Vietnam. Yeah, Korea and uh, Vietnam for sure, I'm sure. Yeah, Cambodia, yes. Laos. Cambodia, that's what, that's what I was. There's a doc, yeah. I think there's a documentary and news story uh, about a guy who basically has a museum of landmines. And he goes around basically deactivating landmines throughout the 
throughout oh, yeah, the country. I saw somebody with a channel of doing that. Yeah. Can, can you imagine what it takes to have the guts to be able to let's disarm mines for a living or for whatever it's like come on i mean <laughs> i can't imagine messing around with bombs or mines or things like it's just, the, i don't have it I the can't. guy the guys and gals who do that definitely have brass balls or ovaries Boy, man, i, I couldn't do that especially mm-hmm. considering one of the ways you do that you slowly crawl poke the ground with your knife and I, it's crazy um so i got uh anybody have any stories because i got a bunch i can roll through um, so there was a 18 foot long, 215 pound female, Python. uh, Python, Python. Okay. I was trying to think of the Burmese part and I couldn't think of it. That was found with 122 eggs inside of her in Florida. Wow. Good for her. Good for her. Coming across a 215 pound. 18 foot long Burmese python. <laughs> I I think I would no. be going the other way. I I don't was, mess with snakes. I don't. I, where I was this found? In Florida. No, like in, in a, a, somebody's house. Oh no, they um they had it was in uh, Collier County in Florida, and they had a what they refer to as a. Scout male snake that's radio equipped that uh, led researchers to her. They were kind of keeping track of him, and they were like, "Where are you going?" And they come and find out that uh, he was hanging out with her. Yeah, understood. He would have a lot of work ahead of him with all those eggs. Reminds me of the story of a lady who found a snake in her toilet. Uh, okay. <laughs> just just appeared there. Um, Elon Musk trolls all Starlink users by changing the default Wi-Fi name. Musk is known for the CEO positions of both Tesla and uh, SpaceX, along uh, with the Boring Company, is also for his public wit, which is mostly Tweak Town. Okay, this isn't a no, This isn't a, a standard alphabet network because they wouldn't say that. It's mostly said on his personal Twitter account. April Musk shared a meme that was likely created by him that poked fun at Bill Gates. Uh, okay, where's the story? Because it was here. They changed this. Um, good for them. Yeah, good for them. Let's make it even more difficult, then, Jonathan. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah. Starlink users change their Wi-Fi names. Uh, this is this is horrible. Oh, there it is. Now Musk is at it again by taking <laughs> Twitter to announce he'll be changing the default Y names for Starlink to Stinky in an effort to get people to change their <laughs> Wi-Fi names. <laughs> the tweets from Musk have seemed to, uh, to cause a large selection of Starlink users to change their Wi-Fi names to some obscure names and others. Elon Musk news, Tesla and SpaceX EO may have caused stargazers to be confused as spiral formations of light streaks across the sky. You know, I, I'm still mad at Starlink, though, and, and, and I've tried to talk to Elon. He's not taking my call for some reason and you know it's kind of like i've been in the beta program for two years and i still can't get my my unit and it's like come on elon how long does it take you guys to get stuff what you should do to get his attention what's that start tracking his personal jet oh i can do that i have the app and then you know what he will probably call you to stop (laughs) and then you you know what you want me to stop get get me my device yeah give me my my unit Come on, dude. So, in interesting, weird news, 
uh, researchers have found out that in dire situations, you can breathe through your lower intestines. <laughs> so if you go and you have your lower intestines scrubbed in order to thin the mucosal lining, well, yes. <laughs> you, and did she correct your, your pronunciation? Is that what she did? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Okay. The bloodstream. You can actually survive uh, about, you know, twice as long as if you didn't have that happen. So, I think I'd just rather die than the breeze so, of my asshole. Yeah. Uh, so, what they did was they <laughs> went and they did this with mice and pigs. Huh? They did it with a control group and a non-control group and deprived each group of respiration so they basically killed these mice and pigs that didn't you know the controlled ones and then the other ones they did that and they you know all survived about 11 minutes longer so mm. so or, well, no the, the control group died in 11 minutes the other one lasted another 18 minutes after that and i'm like who was the one who came up with this idea so let, let me let me get this. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I could tell you what it's prob probably is. It's probably a PhD candidate trying to figure out something to come up with. And they stumble, you know, so let's try this. Let's see if you can really breathe through your asshole. So let me, you know, me, and it's like, come on. So let, let me get this straight. There's now two things I didn't need to know. The A, you can drink alcohol through your anus. And apparently you can also breathe through it. I guess so. As long as you have a scrub, John, you, yeah, you have to have. Yeah, scrub. you have to have it scrub. Well, <laughs> scrub that goes up your butt. <laughs> you, 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 you would hate to have the bad breath. Tell <sighs> oh, yeah, man. Sometimes that's just. Yeah, it's just wrong, isn't it? <laughs> that is what that that just makes no sense to me. I just I, I just want to know how they got funding for this. Yeah, well. I, I told you. I told you how. I mean, it's just you, you'd be surprised. There's... I mean, can you imagine being in the in the pitch room for yeah, that? Yeah, like bottom and bottoms. <laughs> oh, hi, Isaiah. We have a. There's our special guest. He popped in, so <laughs> he was giving his opinion about that. That's a five-year-old's opinion of what we were talking about. Yeah. 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 I don't know. How do you get funding for things like that? It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So. I just. I saw that in there and I'm like, oh, what? I, I got to read this one. Yeah, I hear you. So I got a list. Oh, okay, I got, good. I know I, my last bit list almost got me completely banned from list. Uh-oh. Um, but this is a short one. Okay. And these are the four worst fast food chains. Okay. The, f the, f the four best the, worst. The, the four worst that have the highest complaints. Let's oh, okay. so yeah. can we guess uh, number one? Mm, McDonald's. Uh, no, 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 not McDonald's. Um, no, White Castle. White, oh, White Castle. Castle is number one. Interesting. And they have the highest complaints of diarrhea and nausea. There, <laughs> and this is. Uh, uh, are we still from... talking about cleaning our colons? Like, yeah. Well, apparently we are, because you know. Here, here, here is the new thing, James. We can, you know, if you want to breathe through your butt, go to White Castle. It'll clean you out. Well, and then you're set. Your intestines. Yeah. 
that's the easy way of scrubbing your intestines, I guess. <laughs> so, what about is Taco Bell on that list? No, 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 no. These are mostly burger joints on this one. Ah, okay. So the second one, Sonic. Oh, really? Yeah, Sonic mm. is has the highest complaints of burnt burger buns and overcooked, you know, overcooked burger buns, dry chicken. So they get mostly complaints of soggy food and burnt and dry chicken. Mm. Mm. Okay. And along with uh, some that are, you know, their, their popcorn chicken is dry and under season. Yeah. But mostly their fries are soggy and their burger buns are burnt. And yeah, just, mm. I, you know, I don't think I've ever eaten at a Sonic, honestly. I, I have. haven't had it. I've had a fine experience, but, you know, last I, maybe I was lucky. When was the last time you actually ate there? About four years ago, five years ago, something like that. Okay. The, the the last one I had was in Lexington, Kentucky, and um, hmm. it was actually a, a, a really good hamburger. It surprised the hell out of me. Well, yeah. you, you must have gone on a good one. I mean, it, yeah. it comes and goes on some places, you know, or keep up on their stuff. It's basically the managers, you know, who really set the policy at some of these places some managers are like yeah whatever so that's probably right. what a lot of these people are experiencing yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> so this one kind of surprises me but you know i haven't eaten at one of these places in at least a decade this is a uh one from 2021 burger king mm. burger king i guess has really gone downhill mm. they're on there and um so their thing is that a lot of customers are complaining that their food mostly tastes of ketchup and mayo and soggy and limp fries. Mm. So, I, you can't have soggy fries. I, no. I do have a complaint from a particular five-year-old is uh, no toys in their kid's meal. Oh, um, gosh. You know that. I did take, yep. I think it was James was really young and we might have stopped there for something real quick. So guess it hasn't been a decade. It's at least been nine years. But yeah, we went there and there was like no toy in the thing. And he's like, me. So I blame him. Yeah. Another one that they're saying, Burger King is saying that McDonald's uh, was saying that their ice cream machines were moldy and all this other crap. And they're blaming it on that. But uh, from this report, they're saying that there's customers that are saying that their food is like all sloppily done and mm. heavy with ketchup and mayo. So I don't know. I haven't eaten there to really give a review in a long time. Yeah. You know the one that we have near us, the one down in Folsom. That's the only one I can think of nearby. They were pretty good last time I was there. So there's mm. there's one by my house. And it's like 30, 35 minutes. That's actually not bad. But my my son prefers McDonald's because he actually gets legitimate toys and not activity uh, packets. By the way, all Chick he wants is a toy. By the way, Chick Fil A. Yeah. I'm also calling calling you out on that. Way to way to undersell it to my son. Yay, chicken! No toy. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a big fan of. Chick-fil-A. I just, I maybe I'm, maybe it's just my experiences, but yeah. I've enjoyed it. And I'm just like, meh. I, I, I think I, it, to me, it's overrated. I, I like Chick-fil-A. I, I like it too. That in that, uh, oh, what was it? Chick-fil-A and that Dutch, Dutch bros. I, I find it a little creepy because all the employees are happy. 
I'm not you. I'm used to getting more surly service instead of this really weird. Heaven forbid we have happy employees. Every time, like usually, usually like fast food employees are like the captain from Aliens. Kill me, but you know, like Dutch Bros and and um, and and, uh, Chick Fil A, they're just like, "Hi, how can I help you?" Yes, that'd be perfect. And you're just like, "You need to tone it down, please." I'm not ready for this level of happiness. Look at this way, with Chick Fil A, you get Sundays off. This is true. Makes you happy. Yeah. There you go. This and is true. The last one on this list is Dairy Queen. Mm. I don't. I haven't been and to a Dairy Queen in this years. One, they're saying that um, lackluster cheese, dry beef, manufactured aftertaste, and mediocre toppings. Lackluster cheese. Is that a new type of cow? I'm thinking it's like they're like there's no cheese <laughs> on there. Oh, lackluster, and then. This seems kind of funny. I was trying to I'm, figure out. I'm claiming I've never that. Heard of a lackluster cow? I'm I'm claiming well, lackluster, cheese lackluster cheese to my uh, my my new food based comedy band. <laughs> That's gonna be a uh, your comedy band. Huh? Yeah, yeah lackluster cheese. Lackluster cheese. <laughs> yeah, we don't want any lackluster cheese, please. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I you know huh. bunch of these I haven't even eaten at in a very long time, so I'm like. Yeah. I don't or haven't eaten at them at all. I don't I've, remember a Sonic. The D, yeah. I've never Sonic. been to a White Castle. I've just heard the jokes that White Castles go through you like laser beams. I, I read a, I read a review of a White Castle once. This is make sure you get the seat by the restroom. So the White Castle is mostly like a Midwest and East Coast. Thing. Right, right, yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at on it. You know, it's like <laughs> I haven't been there enough to really say, so... You know, the Dairy Queens, it's, I haven't been to an actual real Dairy Queen other than the, a lot of the places that have taken over from long expired Dairy Queens that have gone by the wayside, you know, and then have opened up and they still have the kind of the vibe. But uh, an actual franchise Dairy Queen, I haven't been to in a while. Okay. Yeah, I haven't been to. I don't. So, I'm not do you sure know? I've never really been, been to a Dairy Queen. So instead of talking about news stories that lead you into digestional distress and you end up having to breathe to the backside, maybe you should check out a sponsor that will bring you nothing but smiles. Oh, I'm at the wrong part. (laughs) Today's show is brought to you by Audacity. The gamer dignity is overrated. Go to O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com. That's O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com. Pick up a card game from this website or selected stores. That's Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. And do me a favor. We have a special for you. Use MADTRIO, all caps, all one word, for 10% off your final order. And don't forget to tell them the MADTRIO sent you. So Texas, the big energy state, or lack of energy state, depending on what news story you're paying attention, is planning to add more charging stations for electric vehicles, reporting Ken's 5. The state is planning to add enough charging stations to support 1 million electric vehicles and to allow easier travel. A five-year plan shows the state intends to place charging stations every 50 miles, leaving Burma shave jealous, planning miles alongside non-business interstate routes in the most areas the state, there'll be charging stations within 70. The charges will be high-powered, 150 kilowatt, which are able to bring most electric vehicles from 10 to 80 percent in about half an hour. The funding for the new charging stations is coming from the Federal Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act that passed last year. Texas is estimated to receive about 408 million over five years. They bothered to say how they're going to 
and power all those charging stations. It, Let's burn more oil. The that, whole that's, reason for electric, right? That that's kind of reason the crack about the the big the big energy state. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming they're going to put nuclear power plants all over the state. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I I'm wondering if they're also going to have um, uh, solar power near these. I mean, because I don't know. That's that's a good question. I have heard that unless it's super cold, the the power there is pretty consistent. So. But yeah. that's also a lot of charging stations, a lot of power. Nobody really seems to know how they're going to deal with all the infrastructure. I think James is right. I think there's just going to be a lot more new nuclear stations. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm thinking. Every time I bring this up with the super electron, electric vehicle proponents out there, there's a few people that I know that are just super gung-ho on them. I keep saying, how do you, where are we getting the power for those? Where does it come from? You know, in your local area, where do you get your power from? Oh, well, I don't know. I just turn on the switch and it magically appears. I mean, people don't even realize that so many of the power stations <laughs> out here are either natural gas or, or other, you know, petroleum uh, products or what the, to run those power stations, meaning diesel, which, you know, big, dirty diesel. And it's, it's you know, come on. I, I know exactly where my power comes living in California because there's a small chance the power company may murder me. Look up PG&E, ladies and gentlemen. They're, they're, they're number one killer in the state of by power. Um, so here... So um, I've okay, got good. some life hacks that I'm going to bring up real quick before John jumps into wait, wait, <clears> another is one this, of his stories. Is this a listicle? Well, yeah, it is. It's a list of life hacks that we're going to talk about on. here. Melanie, okay. this is for you. This is for you. That's right. This is for you, Melanie. I'm going to have to do a drop for her. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, when you have 90% uh, of a large project completed, finishing up the final details will take you another 90%. That's kind of true if you think about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anything you say before the word but doesn't actually exist or count. <laughs> yeah so anytime well, I but i don't listen to any of it it just doesn't exist but, but uh, rob <laughs> see doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that bill clinton's so, but it depends on the definition of what it is is so getting cheated occasionally is a small price to pay for trusting the best of everyone because when you trust <laughs> the best of others they will treat you the best uh, mm. That, 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 that's, that's cynical cynicism in us, right? Yeah, yeah. BS yeah. in that, right? There's okay. So when you get invited to something in the future, ask yourself, would you do this tomorrow? Purchase a tourist guidebook to your hometown. You'll learn a lot <laughs> paying playing tourists once a year. You know, I, I'm quite introverted <laughs> naturally. Are you? All right. So, I would not do a lot of things tomorrow. Yeah, there you go. I, I wouldn't either. I, for James, it really depends on what his significant other wants to do. Here, John, this is for you. The <laughs> thing that makes you made you weird as a child could make you great as an adult. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I just, I'm just weird. That, let's be honest. I'm a. All right. I'm a mad Here, I'm lad. I'm sorry, John. Here, I'm sorry, John. Listen to this. If it's not an apology, it's not an apology. Apology if it comes with an excuse. <laughs> I didn't really mean it though. <laughs> Sometimes it's just best to say I'm sorry and shut up. 
Uh, that's right. Just because it's not your fault doesn't mean it's not your responsibility, James. Lies. <laughs> that sounds like propaganda to me, Rob. So ignore what they're thinking of you because they're not thinking of you. Mm, that's, that's not too bad. There you go. Unless they're I thinking about you. With, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so if you think you saw, if you think you saw a mouse, you did. If there's one, there are others. That yeah. is true. See? And same cockroaches. Cockroaches are the same way. You see same one way, cockroach right? drop, uh, drop on his, uh, from a, a ceiling tile, there, there's a lot more up there. And yeah. ants. And spiders. So, yeah, I, I, I just hate cockroaches. All right. I'll, I'll, this will be the, the last uh, on this list for, for this week. I'll have more next week. The biggest lie we tell ourselves is, I don't need to write this down because I'll remember it. I thought the biggest lies I'll look good in this. You know, I generally remember quite a lot. Oh, shut up, James. I don't believe you. <laughs> Except for who John is. <laughs> right. Every, Only when he texts me. Yeah, every, every right. time I text James, who is this? I, it's like, well, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to write it down. got to write it down, otherwise. I, don't... I do have That happens to me a lot, guys. Because I do that very same thing. Oh, I'll remember it. I'd be darned if I remembered it 10 seconds later. So so I yeah, have... Within the last five years, I actually have started writing, like, shopping lists down. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I have gone to the store and I get, like, 90% of everything I remember. And then I'm like, ah, crap. I forgot one yep. thing. Yeah. So I have a, a suggestion for, for all of those fellow people with digital leashes. I recommend writing everything down in your cell phone. That's what I do. Because... I have, uh, yeah. That, that's what I do. The other suggestion is once a year, go through all the notes because it's hilarious what you wrote down going, why the fuck did I need that? Happens to me quite frequently. Don't delete the notes after you do what you're supposed to do? No, not normally. I guess John doesn't. <laughs> um, I have another reason to be a big fan of Paramount currently. Boss of the media company says it would be a mistake to censor art because it may offend some people today, which is when we were doing real flicks reviews way back in the day, this was a number one thing is you, you can't view art through today's sensibilities. You need to view them for, you should view them for the time they were, it was made. The boss of the U S media company Paramount has said it, it does not want to remove historic programs from its new subscription streaming service because they no longer meet current expectations. Bob Baskins, Paramount's CEO, said, uh, said his company had thousands of shows in its back catalog. By definition, you should you should have some things that were made in a different time and reflect different sensibilities. He said, I don't believe in centering art that was made historically. That That's probably a mistake. It's all, it's all in demand. You don't have to watch anything. You don't want to. I actually like the way... I like the way Disney does it, even though it kind of drives me nuts. At least there's an explanation of, hey, you may be offended. Don't watch if you're blank. And, you know, I, I like the way they cover that. I think it's right. I mean, you, you know what? If you're going to be offended, just don't watch. Because this this is getting to the point where I'm getting irritated. The whole idea is that something that was filmed 10 years ago, 50 years ago, whatever it may be, or, or, or put out there might be offensive. That's B, but sometimes it's history. That, I don't know, I'm, so, I'm just, I'm amazed by that still. So speaking of Paramount, are you, are you excited for the release, Rob? Uh, the, uh, Butthead, the new movie tonight. I just can't wait to 
yeah, that's high on my list if I've just got <laughs> to see. I'll probably start watching it as soon as we're done with the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right right away. Matter of fact, I'm going to stream it right now. <laughs> John, did you watch the Do America back in the 90s? Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, I did. I actually have a funny story. There's a scene in that movie where they knock out the dam and the, the old theater I was watching at all of Plasro went out at the same time. Um, yeah, I, I saw that vampire theater as well. The, the thing I actually liked about Do America, because reality, it wasn't a great movie. It had an absolute killer soundtrack. Oh, yes, it did. Um, and it was hilarious. There, I thought there was quite a lot of funny things. I mean, it wasn't as fantastic as I was expecting from the TV show, but it was still good. I was impressed. I, I, I did like it, but I haven't seen it since it came out. So I have no idea if it, if it, how well it aged to me, but I've listened to the soundtrack half a dozen times in the last five years. I own the, I own the DVD. I'm curious to see what they do with this one. I mean, if it's, if it's on, pay-per-view or netflix or uh, choose your service and it's released uh, free streaming hmm. well paramount's on my list of uh streaming services to try at some point so well you're, uh, your dad has them all i do i know <laughs> i watch it with him. but i'm I, 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 I can't that that's the one thing i'll be honest i can imagine my dad oh, and yeah. i've watched a lot of stuff with my dad that i i thought was that he'd never see, but I cannot see him watch Beavis and Butthead. I just, I I got better things to do with my time. Well, then you guys can sit down and watch uh, Nice Dreams. <laughs> That's the okay, moving on. <laughs> you must have a better story, John. So I I think the story we should talk about is how people can listen to us or pay attention to what we're doing. That, that's a cue. Oh, for me? <laughs> Maybe you got to wave your hand or something. Do you want to keep up to date on the maddest of the mad at the Mad Trio podcast? Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or go to themadtrio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes the old guy really does have old guy moments. Just ask <laughs> Michael Hawk. written that down. <laughs> Maybe we got to put a time clock up so I know at what time to play our, our breaks. So China's um, space program is saying that they have intercepted alien radio waves. <laughs> okay. So they say that the signal that they, that they caught is uh, typically associated with human-made objects. And they they captured these radio waves, but they're not really releasing much about it. I mean, that's China, so they're not really wanting to communicate too much with us. But they say that it came from a sun, a sun-like star located in the Sagittarius constellation. Which I haven't heard of radio waves coming from that constellation that I know of. But I'm also not an astrologer. But yeah, that's what they're saying. Interesting. You just have yeah. to trust Chairman Winnie the Pooh. I mean, I, I I don't know how much I believe coming out of China, to be honest. And exactly. That, that's where I'm at on it. I mean, do we really trust them on this one? No. So, um, 
Yeah, it might just be that they're trying to kind of say our technology is advancing, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So the scientists in the United States are saying that these are preliminary findings and should be taken with caution until they can analyze it themselves. So, yeah, I just think it's interesting that China's kind of saying that with everything going on in the world right now. They're kind of, it's to me, it, it raises the flag of them trying to say our, our technology is advancing quickly and we're ahead of the United States. We caught this. <laughs> So. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Yay, China. Go go China on that one. I'm happy that you intercepted it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Humans... It's probably one of those, what do they, they call them? Uh, uh, I think it was a boomerang radio signals that bounced off something and comes back, and it's actually our own noise coming back at us. Yeah, I, it could be. I don't know. Probably KFI in Los Angeles. You know, I wonder about their technology because, yeah, we had things like that happen quite a few times in the early stages of our NASA programs and, yeah. and observatory programs and things like that. So that very well could be it, that they're in that stage of their technology in it. But I don't know. I don't live in China. <laughs> so I've got I've got two stories. One, humans love the litter so much, they're littering the red planet. The Mars rover recently landed, uh, ran into some uh, some trash from some of the previous uh, landers. And yeah, I took a picture of a piece of foil. <laughs> I, IT fail and IT failed cost Sonos to ship on unwanted speakers and charge the customer forum. And let me find. The price on Monday said uh, the Verge on Monday said it spoke to Sonos customer who placed an order for a single. That's one, uh, one Sonos moves removed speaker and removed and received three. Another was charged over two thousand dollars after ordering one move speaker and receiving a total of seven. Reports the accident shipment for the first service on Reddit. What one customer has been discussing receiving and or charge for as many as five Sonos Ray Sub Arc Move or Roam speakers that didn't or they didn't order. One person claimed extra speakers were rerouted before receiving them, but after the charge went. No, there's a story somewhere, and I can't find that this somebody is... was charged fifteen grand and was sent fifteen grand worth of Sonos speakers. This is AI run amok. <laughs> I'm thinking people don't know where to put zeros and remove zeros. Well, I must go along with that poor guy that also put the decimal point in the wrong spot for gasoline that we reported on last week. Exactly. You can't really get a... Must have gotten a new job. <laughs> yeah, you can't get quality, quality workers anymore. Yeah, right. he, he became an accountant for the government. <laughs> well, mm. maybe he should get a job at the IRS. Mm. <laughs> um. Cryptocurrency plunges as crypto bank Celsius suspends withdrawals. So cryptocurrency is having a minor crisis because of the potential, uh, I don't know, what do you call it? Recession to electric boogaloo? Well, you know, we've, I've called for that, that crypto is going to have a major problem at some point anyway. And then everybody's going to try to ca cash out and it's all going to crash. And, you know, you, who are you going to go back on on cryptocurrency? And say, oh, I was cheated out of money. Well... <laughs> Too bad. Poof. It's gone. Same I, way it came. You know? But, by the way, according to an acquaintance of mine who's an accountant, if you actually exchange that digital currency for real money, don't forget to tell your local IRS agent or if they find out, they will get you. Um, 
I'm still surprised that people don't realize that how speculative crypto is, considering Elon Musk routinely drops the uh, drops how much crypto is just by being a smartass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I know a lot of people that jumped on that right away, and I just, I just was not interested. Yeah. Um, I'm sure people have made a good amount of money on it, but I, I do wish I don't want to deal with it. I remember when it first came out, and this is early, early, early on when you couldn't do anything with it. I wish I jumped on it because if you had like one or two coins a few years ago, you would have gotten an absolute mint. But it's another thing I didn't understand and mm-hmm. thought it was stupid that realized, well, fuck, I, I, I knew about it before everybody, but I didn't, well, <laughs> I didn't decide to try well, mining it. You know. For me, I think maybe I'm just too old. I couldn't really understand it, you know, when Bitcoin first came out and everybody was trying to explain to me exactly what it is, you know, and it was like, I I just don't get it. I don't understand how you can get something out of nothing. But, you know, and my whole idea is give them money, real money. I guess real money isn't necessarily all that great either, but <laughs> real dollars and cents that I have in my checking account, transfer it to something I have no idea where it's going or why I'm getting it or if I'm getting good at anything back for it. And I just couldn't do it. Yeah, that's what I was too. Yeah. I, I, I think I didn't have the money to throw at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. According to some people I read, their question is to explain uh, what the U.S. currency versus cryptocurrency is backed by. And their, their comment was it's basically the same thing, hope and wind. Yeah, I mean, I understand that argument. I've heard it before. and uh, But... To a degree, we still even, you know, you can say, okay, well, our money really isn't backed by anything either. Well, to a degree, that's true. But still, I mean, we're a country and, we're, you know, we still exist and they have to back up, you know, the money that our country is founded on. Just have to continue doing it. And anyway, to long story short. <laughs> well, would have been a win, a bit of a rant here. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so um, we're, we're running towards the end. So I'm just going to read some of the stories I have. Google to pay $118 million after being accused of underpaying 15,500 women. They get at least 50K each. Hmm. Uh, Astro Rocket's second stage fails. I, I am super curious. I love one of my favorite things about living in this time is because of Elon Musk. Uh, there's a bunch of private rocket companies i think that's amazing before we <clears throat> started recording the old guy and i were talking about how the starship is at least the america's largest rocket huh. yeah yeah i think that's cool should be interesting to see i i believe they have are having the live fuel testing going on for it soon too and there's a lot of environmentalists that are a little bit worried and i think we talked about that in one previous show too so be interesting to see whatever, whenever that does go up. I'm I'm just excited to see it fail. I'll be honest. I like watching because it's it's like watching Nash, NASCAR, NASCAR NASCAR. I promise yeah. I've been drinking. It's you're either gonna get a good race or a bunch of crashes, and I really love watching shit blow up. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I knew. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are. I don't want it to blow up. I went back to the. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to a close, and un- unlike, well, hey, maybe we may be like the next uh, rocket. We may explode into a million pieces. Hopefully, we'll get a view for each one. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the California Pride, the fat man, the old guy, and our mysterious guest, as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye.
Goodbye.